Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, and welcome to the Courtney Turner Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney, and I'm super passionate about moving and thinking. On this show, we are going to dive into all things health, fitness, personal development, lifestyle, and political sociocultural. I've always been fascinated by people and I love learning from the experiences and stories of others. This has been a treat for me and I hope this is enjoyable and useful for you. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or any way that I can make this a better experience for you, please don't hesitate to reach out. Hello, and welcome to the Courtney Turner Podcast. I'm here today with Michael Grady. He is a hypnotist which is super, super cool to me because that was actually my one of my first jobs when I graduated from college. I was a hypnotherapist, so it was really interesting. Oh, wow. um, how are you doing today? Fantastic. Good to be here. Good to Likewise. share the, the truth and the word. Yeah. Thank you. Likewise. Yes. So maybe we could start with giving kind of a little bit of background of how did you get into hypnotism and uh, yeah, what drew you to that? Um, well, first off, you know, what is someone going to get out of this call here? Mm-hmm. And what I hope um, we can cover, I mean, what do you want to go over in this call? So someone who's listening, like what's in it yeah. for them? Why well, do they want to be here? What's, what are they going to get out of this? Right. So for me, I, I think it'd be great to kind of, as we were discussing just prior to recording, but I would love to go into a little bit about how people are being controlled uh, and how some of the the psyops that we're currently seeing, you know, now I think people have much more of a awareness. Not everybody, but I think there are a lot more people who are aware that there is a psychological warfare going on, uh, that right. there are psyops, in fact. <laughs> and uh, it, I think it'd be great to understand what some of those techniques are that are being utilized, uh, and then maybe how to buffer themselves so that they are less susceptible to uh, that type of mind control. And then maybe right. we could yes. talk about what are some of the ways that we could, uh, you know, I hate to say it's like, you know, utilize it, but maybe to utilize some of those tactics to start to uh, bridge the gap with people. Because I think right now there's a huge schism and people are having a really hard time communicating with each other because they are. they've yes. been so significantly hypnotized that, you know, anything that's even remotely dissenting. Uh, a narrative they've been fed. White supremacists, conspiracy theorists. Exactly. They just dismiss it and they name call. And then I think on the other side, uh, there's people who are, you know, so deep down that they they feel like they don't even know where to begin to communicate with people. And they also don't want to be attacked. So they're like, well, is this worth it? You know, uh, especially when you're dealing with someone you you care about and you, you know, you, you have fond feelings for, you know, they're a loved one, they're a close friend, they're, you know, so family members. So I I think in those cases, you, you'd rather, some people would rather just uh, avoid than have any of those heavy discussions because they just don't know how to even have a civil conversation. So, right. What if we could reverse engineer what the media is doing mm, so we can help our friends become deprogrammed. And that's exactly what 
I, I went over in my workshop the other day or yeah. the other week, yeah, which is basically showing examples of what the media is doing, pointing out the tactics and then saying you can reverse engineer this. So totally. people actually listen to your message because listen, the news is not just going straight on and, tr and changing the way you look at the world in one news show. Right. Right. It's a progressive thing. Totally. Right? Of course. Just like, just like as hypnotists, we don't just say, okay, sleep all mm -hmm. of a sudden now you don't have any pain and we can operate on you straight off the bat. Right. Right. It takes, <laughs> it's, it's this progressive thing of opening up the imagination and the suggestibility and what's possible. So maybe after a little bit of working with someone, we can get to that point of them having this change of mind. Totally. Right. And so the news does the same thing progressively and i'll and i'll share what they do and what the main technique is here okay cool. um and and you asked so how did you even get into this how yeah, do you end up learning how to hypnotize someone and get them to believe something that's not yeah. not real or have a hallucination or lose weight or stop smoking or all mm -hmm. these things that, that's cool. incredible well it came down to um usually a lot of us have something we went through sure to, to search this stuff out because, you know, traditional therapy doesn't, you know, you can go to those sessions for every week for like 11 years on average mm -hmm. and still not have a result. So we look for these alternative methods and hypnosis is really, really amazing because we see these demonstrations at the, at the schools and the fairs, you know, the, the shows. And it's like, man, what if I could use that technique for what I'm dealing with and freaking get this stuff off my mind so I can feel normal again. Right. right? And so I was, I had, I was, a, I had an abusive father. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us, you know, have parents that we didn't come with a, with a guidebook, you know? <laughs> and so, you know, some of the stuff we went through was traumatized and it, it created issues later on. And so I had to figure out, I was really shut down. I was shy. I had a hard time being myself. And I was, a, you know, as a musician, I would stand on stage and I would play and just be frozen. And my friends would be like, why don't you dance or move around? You're making us weird, but making us look weird by just not moving at all. I'm like, I don't know, I can't move, right? I was just frozen, hard to talk to friends or to talk to girls, anything, right? And so I prayed, God help me find something I can master my mind and control my emotions because it's unbearable. I don't feel like myself. I ended up going to smoking weed. I finally would feel like myself then, mm -hmm. but I had to use a drug to do it. And then I was like getting stupid and being an asshole, right? So. Um, that's really not a good way to go. And so I found books on self-hypnosis. Yeah. And it was amazing because I found that I found this book and um I I found a box of books and and so I gave one to my friend. Mm -hmm. Let me see if I can even I can probably even show you the books here. So if you're, yeah. you guys are interested in you finding them. You want me to them. share the screen or you're um you have the book physically? I have oh, them right here. Go. Right. Well, so I found I found three books. Okay. The third book, I don't remember what it was, and I think I lost it. But the second book here, the yellow one, I gave this to my friend. Okay. And, you know, I had these books. I'm like, well, you want to read it too? <laughs> so he took it home. This was a shorter book. He got to like the first few pages where it has like the, the self-induction you kind of read, right? Right. He instantly went into a trance. He fell on his bed, and his, his, his recently passed girlfriend was uh -huh. pulling him from his ankles out of his body, but he was stuck by his head. And so he couldn't completely leave his body. Right. 
And so, and then at some point he snapped back to his body, he's sprawled on his bed, the book's on the floor, and he tells me this the next day. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Really? Well, if that's, if he's going through that, you know, maybe I can go into my own world and fix myself or whatever. Right. Right. And so I, I had the first book was, which was a little bit more intricate and, um, that didn't happen to me. So I actually had to study it to get good at it instead of just mm -hmm. being good at it. You know, he was a really creative guy, you know, a guitarist, just amazing artist and everything. He, he was just able to go into that place so easy. Yeah. So I learned how to do it. I had this job at a, at a warehouse. I would sneak off and do it. And eventually everything clicked. I was able to go up to people at work and I felt happy and confident and like, okay with myself. And I was, I, I was able to end up going up to my dad right later on and forgiving him on my own accord. Wow. When I didn't talk to him for like five years, I had all this resentment and hurt and anger. And sure. I, I don't know, everything just clicked and I was okay. Wow. Right. Yeah. Um, and so when you reach that state of mind, it's like anything is possible, you know, things get resolved. And I, yeah, I have a picture here with him where Aww. we're totally cool now. Right. Yeah. Um, no resentment. How many people do we know that never gets over this sort of thing? Right. And so I then right. ended up becoming a stage hypnotist and bringing it all around the nation and being on television, sh television shows, um, did a show with the jackass guys. They brought me in I did a show with MTV. Um, and I was recently on Alex Jones as an expert. We did an hour yeah. special, um, explaining hypnosis and how it's being used. Cause mm -hmm. I broke down this video, this cartoon video that the LA school system put out, which I saw, I watched it and I'm like, Oh my God, they're using all these NLP techniques that right. we use in our sessions and, and embedded commands and the, all these color associations. And I'm like, somebody who knows this stuff is using it on the kids. Right. And then I found out it was a, a, a high level infomercial producer who created the Tony Robbins and, and uh, the juice man juicer Nordic flex and like all these super popular successful products. Wow. This guy was behind making those, those infomercials LA school system hired him okay. to make them. And I was like, eh, there it is. I knew the technique was there. Right. right. Um, and then of course the superintendent who hired him mm -hmm. was used to own the New York times and this, and the, the, uh, Chicago Tribune. not own them, but operate them. Uh -oh. Um, and he got fired because he was bringing in his rich friends from Obama's uh, presidential group to to control the media. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, I went on this whole deep like journey of like looking at this stuff, and I'm like, man, I spotted it, and I just followed the Google search, and like here they all are, and I put those on YouTube videos, and uh, that's the reason why we're here now because Karen, who brought me to that event saw mm -hmm. that video originally um oh, so yeah. i've been able to break some of this down stuff down and show people and a lot of teachers and parents showed this video to their children right because that's the most amazing thing is because you know these hypnotic techniques are kind of simple right sure. as long as you do them in order mm -hmm. and you have you know have the right rapport and the authority and a little bit of imagination paste and lead correctly uh -huh. you can create these profound hypnotic effects and it's really not that hard but the thing is if you know about them yeah they won't work it, you know right. if, if you're 
critically <laughs> thinking against them, they're not, they're not going to work against you, right? It's kind of like knowing the magic trick. You know, it's, it's impressive when you don't know the magic trick, but then when you know how it's done and it's like this plastic thumb that you slip the thing into and now you can't see it because it's like that. Um, yeah. Now it's not so, you know, amazing because it's like, I know where you put it. <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> right, I know what you're doing now. So getting kids bit. to see this stuff is like what I really, you know, are trying to get up. Yeah. Before we start with all that, I, I'm I'm personally very curious about this, and I, I bet other people are too. Why is it that some people are much more uh, susceptible to hypnosis and some people are not? Yeah. So there's there's a few elements to this. Okay. Some people are just naturally uninhibited and open, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe they weren't traumatized deeply to have like this protection response, and they're just mm -hmm. open. Right. And and they they're more open to trust. They're more more open to follow, right? And so right. if you if I you know you you see a group of people and the person that's just kind of more open and having fun and mm -hmm. they're usually the most suggestible, right? Sure. Especially in a, a stage you know a group stage hypnosis environment. Um, but then there's like you know that but then when you think about like how come you know most of my family and friends are listening to the news and getting tricked, like uh -huh. that's that side too, right? Yeah. Well who do they trust as an authority that they're just right. uncritically accepting the information? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it goes down to, well, why do they believe them as an authority? And then I, I, I just recently put out a video from my recent presentation. Like if I was going to hypnotize the world, I would make sure that you don't have good critical thinking. So I would put you in school. I would make you regurgitate information instead of coming up to your own conclusion, which by uh -huh. the way, Karen, who had the event, she was big about that and they didn't like that. Mm -hmm. As she was a teacher, she got fired, yeah. right? Yeah, I know. Um, so I would make sure that you just regurgitate information without coming to your own conclusion. Right. I would make sure you follow direction without thinking about it through threats and coercion, right? Mm -hmm. Don't run in the hall, sit at your desk, don't talk, stand in the line, right? Yeah, that would and I would make sure you're doing that all in your development years. So you have very strong neural pathways in your brain to literally carry that out for the rest of your life. So then when you watch the news that looks like an authority or the cop comes up to you, you just do what they say. You don't really question it. There's no critical thinking. You're conditioned like right. the military is to just do what you're told to do. Right. Right. And there were those there were some of us who, you know, kind of didn't follow along so well, you know, and, and did develop. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply of critical thinking and maybe we had a little bit more time alone as children to start thinking for ourselves oh, right yeah. so so those of you who are listening who are like why is how come i didn't get duped by this and everyone else did usually you had enough time to develop your own critical thinking wow right that's fascinating yeah yeah because yeah, in, I think in I hypnosis totally it's all about bypassing the critical factor go ahead
Yeah, I think I had told you, you know, uh, I, I ended up quitting because I couldn't personally be hypnotized. So I felt like a fraud. And, right, uh, right. Yeah. You, yep. Right. And you had done a experiment kind of for the for the audience. Misdirection. And, and, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I was so confused when I looked around the room like, wait, so did I hear him wrong? Did I? Because <laughs> I I didn't do what everybody else did. So. I, I think there's definitely, but when you say that, you know, I mean, I definitely had. So you were of one of like the 10 or 5% of the room who didn't right. get misdirected. Mm -hmm. And we yeah. were in a room of people studying propaganda and still it was like most of the people. Most people, yeah. Did the wrong thing. And, and, and if you don't know what we're talking about, basically I did this exercise of misdirection. Right. Um, of following directions. Um, I don't know if... I, I'd have them make a circle, make a gun, make a circle. And I'd tell them, follow the instructions as quickly as you can. Make a circle, make a gun, make a circle, make a gun, make a circle, make a gun, make a circle. Look at your circle. Look at my circle. Now put the circle on your chin. Yeah. Oh, wait, your chin's down here. So most people just see. I was so confused. Right. And some people just listen more carefully and more critically. Right. Yeah. And if you follow so many times, you know, they're following, 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 comply, 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 yeah. comply. Oh, wait, yeah. I didn't think about that correctly. And I shouldn't have uh, put on those masks when I was just told to, because it actually inhibits my breath, which the number one nutrient for the body is oxygen. Maybe we shouldn't restrict that. Yeah. yeah Unless maybe I'm doing surgery on someone, I don't want to get bacteria in their cut, you know? Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's very interesting to think about, you know, the, the critical, obviously the critical thinking that seems to, you know, definitely resonates, but also the, yeah. uh, you know, alone time as a child, uh, that, yeah. that I guess makes sense because it's a less of a socialized conditioning. You have more time to develop your own kind of, uh, uh, thought processes and just right. questions about the world. Does that make sense for you? It, yeah, for me, very much. I, I spent a lot of time alone as a child. So, right. And yeah. I very much had like a very vivid imagination and uh, created my own worlds. And yeah, so that resonates very strongly for me. But Yeah. Yeah. I, I asked this question one day uh, a couple of years ago. I, I did, couldn't figure it out. I went into meditation and it just came to me. I'm like, I had a lot of time as a child. And I started asking people, I put a post on Facebook and most people said yes. And then one person said, well, I know this identical, I know, I know these identical twins mm -hmm. where one is super with the narrative and doing whatever. Mm -hmm. And the other one is against it and seems to critical think, critically think better. I was like, let me guess. It's the alpha twin that's thinking for them that made those decisions where they're more um, thinking for themselves and not following the narrative. And they said, yes. Right. So the alpha one is the one that's thinking usually more so than the other one that's kind of following more. Right. So there's, so can you grasp how that critically, that critical thinking is so powerful to help us stay on track with ourselves and not be misled? Yeah, right. for sure. For sure. Yeah. So, so tell us what are some of the things that people could look for so that they can be aware of how, some of these techniques are being utilized to create a, you know, a hypnotic effect and psychological warfare. Yeah. yeah. So, so getting beyond the critical factor, right? That's like <laughs> the big, big trick to yeah. doing mind control, mm -hmm. right? 
And so I'm pulling up slides right now. I had to go through uh, the George Carlin uh, one. Awesome. Which was amazing. But um, <clears throat> so the, the mind, right? Mm -hmm. This is like in hypnosis, you probably saw this, this uh, graph as well. I don't know mm -hmm. if you did. There's a lot of different schools, but yeah. this is the main one, right? You, most of your mind is subconscious, right? Mm -hmm. All your memories are stored here. All your beliefs that you act on and stick with, right? Um, sure. All your involuntary processes of your body, right? All the energy, right? That's all in the subconscious. Your conscious mind, right? You're aware of the conversation here. You might be aware of your room, right? Mm -hmm. um, you weren't aware of the bottom of your feet until I mentioned it. Now you're conscious of it, right? So the, <laughs> our level of conscious awareness is very, very, very small. Some people say it's 5%. I think it's like a fraction of 1% because it's wow. compared to what's in the subconscious mind, which is like every memory of your awareness, um, you know, is extreme. And so the critical factor, right? So the trick here is like, how do you get through the critical factor? Because that's where mind control is. That's where hypnosis is. You're able to, that's where that big shifts personally with someone getting rid of their fear their phobia their the root cause of their emotional upset it's all in the subconscious and it's it's through getting the critical factor how do you get through that how does the news get through that they get through this by stimulating emotion right and you noticed at the conference that there are other uh experts talking about propaganda and a lot of them talked about this emotional thing Right. right. I wasn't the first one to talk about the emotion thing. No, a lot of other people did. Um, and so emotions, any emotion is an unconscious. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Any emotion is an unconscious reaction. So if you get someone in emotional state, it's very similar to hypnosis. Mm -hmm. Here's an example. Right. When you were younger, you had a trauma. Right. Um, like for me, it was my dad who was abusive, right? Or you crashed your bike or you got embarrassed in school. How emotional are those events? Right? Super high emotion. Yeah. And so how do I clear people's trauma and help them feel better? Which I could, I could pull up testimonial reels that go on forever, right? Of, of all different types of people I've helped without hypnosis, by the way. Wow. And this is how I can do it because I don't use hypnosis anymore because I actually don't think it's right. Oh, okay. I do conversational stuff and I do it through a natural method without doing somnambulism and full amnesia, memory loss. Because um, mm. when people go through doing hypnosis to quit smoking or lose weight, I don't think they, I don't think they gain the, the self-esteem mm -hmm. and the progress that they did it on their own. Yeah, I right? it's kind of like I want to make money. And the guy goes, says, OK, well, here's here's a cash cow for you. You'll never have to work again in your life. Right. And those people, they end up like have, becoming addicted to drugs and have end up having suicide on average. Not everybody, right, right. but there's no like growth and you don't truly appreciate it. Right. It's different when you like work for it and get it and you have this sense of achievement and accomplishment mm -hmm. and it builds your self-esteem. Mm -hmm. And so what if. I could show you a way to do have success where you actually feel that with yeah. it. And also right? a sense of feeling like you, you know how you could then tackle, you, you could tackle it again, or you could tackle exactly. something else. Yeah. I'm going to teach you how to fish. Exactly. Yeah. So you're going to feed yourself. So I'm going to teach you how you can get through this, you know, traumatic thing through this emotional issue or this belief or this, this habit. And now you can do it for anything. Mm -hmm. Right. Without having to, 
do the whole hypnotic thing. Right. Which if you can do self-hypnosis, that's that's powerful. And I think that that's where my ability really got high is when I did self-hypnosis. And it's interesting how a lot of hypnosis schools, they don't really teach you or have you go through it. They just teach you the yeah. methods. And then, okay, yeah. on your own. But you don't get the real experiential thing. So when I train people, I have them like very experientially go through everything. So by the time they're done, they can do it with someone and it's like, bam, 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 unconscious competence. So how is the news doing this, right? They're stimulating emotion. And so like the example of being traumatic, right? So so say in that time you had the traumatic thing, a lot of emotion, right? Mm-hmm. And in that that deep emotion, what happens? You have triggers that get installed, right? Like you crash the bike. Now all of a sudden you have this anxiety with a bike, right? (laughs) Um, Or the person, right? I was abused by by my dad. I had anxiety and resentment and all this stuff around my dad. So if I was around him, I would be triggered and feel weak and get emotional, right? You can name this for anything. And so it's just like being in a hypnotic state where we plant Okay. Anytime I say sleep, you go right back to this deep, relaxed state. Mm. Same exact thing. Right. And so if you get someone into an emotional state, you're getting into their subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that truly explains it super clearly, but yeah, I I mean, there's also like a emotions are very uh, tied to memory. So, you know, it's like if you were in a heightened state, uh, you know, either extremely angry or extremely impassioned, excited, they're so forth, so on, but you're feeling yeah. an intense emotion and you're more likely to remember whatever it is that you saw or learned or witnessed, you know, during that time than you are if you were just, you know, going about your day and that same experience or information passed you. Absolutely. Like in memory techniques, mm-hmm. if you ever study memory techniques, um, the main way that you could remember a long list of information and everybody's name mm-hmm. is this thing called the glue, mm-hmm. right? And the glue is like, say you want to remember uh, someone named Mark, their name, right? right? Hi, Mark. Nice to meet you. And so as soon as you get his name and you're looking at his face, you see he has glasses and a white collar, mm-hmm. right? He's got, okay, I, so what are the big things I notice on him? He's got the big white collar. He's got the glasses on, right? Mm-hmm. And so, okay, I'm going to think Mark. So I'm going to I'm going to imagine like a marker. I'm going to draw right across his face over his glasses and onto this uh, white, this big white collar he has. Okay. And so now I'm imagining something kind of emotional, right? Mm-hmm. With something with emotion. Because right. now he can't see through his glasses and he's got this thing on his, his collar that he's mad about. Right. right. And now for the whole entire event or the weekend or however long I know him, I'm going to remember that mark on his face mm-hmm. through an emotionally stimulated memory or, or imagination. Right? right. And that's just one silly example. But sure. the key to memory training is creating an emotional event with the things that you're relating to, um, associating with one another. So, um, so deep, so deep emotion is exactly like a deep emotional, a deep hypnotic state. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like when I'm helping clear somebody, I will help them clear the bike. I can't ride a bike. You know, the things that they told themselves in that deep emotional state, the thing that your parent told you when you Mm -hmm. were in that deep emotional state that you, 
that runs as a program in the subconscious mind. It's just like you go into hypnosis and like now you're stuck to the chair and you can't get up, right? Now you can't start a business because it's hard to make money. Right. Now I'm going to try to make a business and whatever I do, I can't get it. Okay, well, let's clear that and you'll finally feel more free to develop your business in a way that you're not carrying all this weight, right? Mm -hmm. And so how does the news do it? Well, they tell you an emotional story. Right. They get you deep in the emotion, right? Um, uh, the recent, most recent example I was sharing in the workshop was that school shooting, right? Yeah. Very yeah. emotional, right? The kids, sure. the kids died, yeah. right? The teacher got shot, all this stuff, right? Not to say, not to say that nothing bad happened, but they're going to use that, right? And they're going to get the story from the parent or the relative about the kid who was so great and all these things, right? And so they create this very deeply emotional story, sure. right? They get you charged up and they get you sad and they get you angry at something. Mm -hmm. Guess what they do at the end of the segment? Well, the thoughts about gun control. <laughs> You're right. Should we look? Well, should we raise the age? of when you're able to buy a gun, right? And should we make the laws more strict for you to own a gun, right? And so now they're turning it on the whole gun thing and now they're going, no guns, no guns. And everyone's like going around, take the guns away. Mm -hmm. Because that deep emotion is tied mm -hmm. to the guns now. Mm -hmm. Right, Sleep. the sadness, the anger, the fear, all of that, yeah. Right, so the, so the deeper emotion you can create in a person, right? the deeper you're getting into the subconscious mind. Right. right. And so how do you reverse engineer that is what yeah. I ask everybody, right? Because yeah. it's been a hard couple of years. It has. Especially yeah. those of us who are like getting the information and getting the videos and getting the, the you know, the frontline doctors or whoever it is, right? We're getting like all the stuff, like the coroners are coming out with things out of their bodies. Even when the, the, the CDC and the uh, FDA and OSHA talks about masks, right? We get all this great information that like backs up like what, what we're critically coming up with. Right. Right. And adding to that critical thinking and like, okay, this doesn't make sense. It doesn't make more sense. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. It makes no sense at all. <laughs> it's right? all one big oxymoron. I don't get it. <laughs> Seriously. Right. And so. And so then we go, you know, we see a few videos, it makes all sense to us. And then we go to talk to our friends and family, like, okay, well, I want to try to help protect you. Don't do it. It's bad. Right. Uh -huh. And so we, we jump to the extreme of like 9-11's inside job. <laughs> right, right. And automatically they already put, they already. Their wall uh, is like, oh, no. put the hypnotic triggers in there. So mm -hmm. if anyone questions the narrative, the, the, these conspiracy theorists are putting out misinformation, right? So now they've already put these post-hypnotic commands of someone saying something to be a conspiracy theorist, right? They, they've right. put it in the movies. There's a lot of examples of that, right? Sure. Um, and so those, you know, we have to work around that. Yeah. And we got to make sure we're not just like blurting out the information <laughs> the end of the story the and you're with your first sentence you know mm -hmm. your your first point of contact with it so we all gotta like chill if we want to get through to people right yeah and and some people say yeah I, my my <laughs> husband i said well why don't you just wait a little bit instead of just going to get the thing hey. instead yeah. of going to get your medical procedure 
Yeah. Why don't you just wait it out until, no, I really want to get it. I'm all in. Right. So how do you get to someone like that? Right. It's, it's, yeah. it's not easy. I'll no. say that. Right. Yeah. Like, like if, if you were to try to talk to someone who's hypnotized on my stage, it's not going to work. You're not going to get them out because they're listening to me and they're, they're, you know, right. they listen to the news. Right. Right. So how do you get through that? You can, right. Um, can you unplug them from it? <laughs> That'd be a good start. <laughs> I, I, I saw, um, a woman, she went to her mom's house and she mm -hmm. put a parent restriction on the news station. Which I thought oh, was brutal. oh wow, Aaron <laughs> <laughs> <Parent> control. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, we'll switch the tables on that one, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's <was> awesome. <laughs> you know, so so like, how do you get through to people? And and um, I was like, how was I able to get through to some of the, my family members? And I was like, well, I remember my mom; she was going to get my sister a flu shot. And my sister already had disabilities. Um, she had a stroke when she was younger, right? So she wow. lost half her body. She's regaining her health from there. And, and so I was really concerned about it because a lot of people seem to be able to, to handle it. You know, not that I think it's good. Um, right. Maybe it can be a bit beneficial. I don't know. But I was really concerned for her. I'm not a fan, but yeah, go on. <laughs> I'm with you there, right? I don't think I need any mercury or aluminum in my body. Thank you very much. Or graphene is it there there's some evidence that there might be some graphene oxide in the anything after 2019 so if you care about the ingredients i don't know if you even yeah. want to look at the gross, <laughs> right, right. I mean, yeah my my girlfriend she she did not get vaccinated when she was a child and mm -hmm. man she's she's great right yeah, she it, yeah. Right? anyhow yeah. so how did i how did i get through to my mom so she wouldn't do that to my sister right well, I didn't just say vaccines are bad, stay away, right? I said, I put together a video for her. I, I ended up making it for everybody, but I specifically right. made it for her in mind. Oh, wow. And okay. so I found a story of a cheerleader who got okay. that exact um, injection. Sure. And she had like this neurological disorder that came out from it. She couldn't like walk right. And she was all like moving around weird, right? And she couldn't mm -hmm. like control herself. So I put that in, I put in uh, what happens when mercury with thermosol touches nerve cells and how they all shrink. I mm -hmm. threw in some other expert stuff. And so even though I had like this great video and sure we're passing videos and no one's listening to them, I, I put an emotional message in the beginning with me in it. Like, oh, hey, you should listen to this because it's interesting. Should we, should, is it really safe? You know, I, I'm kind of question the narrative, kind of like a newscaster would or something. Right. right? And plus, it's me and it's my mom. So, you know, there's an emotional connection there. So probably a little bit right. easier than anybody else. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, she saw it. It was interesting. It was, it was simple clips on YouTube. It wasn't anything super elaborate. Anything all of us can do with the cell phone. Right. And so she went to the nurse and she asked the nurse, which she wouldn't have done before. Uh-huh. Do you, do you uh, inject your children with this? No, I don't think it's safe, she says. And so she didn't. She decided to hold off. Thank the God. The nurse responded that? Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. Nurses have all the information. Well, of course they do. I, I'm, I'm yeah. a little more surprised at the transparency of that. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I guess she was lucky that day and talked to the right one who was, you know, obviously mm -hmm. wasn't getting the kickback money for it or whatever. Right. So... So that was one way I got through to her. 
right? Oh, yeah. Um, like how did how do I get through to my my sister who's uh, sixteen years old, and she's in the LGBTQ plus whatever group, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and the alphabet. <laughs> and so and so she you know she asked me it's like so what's your viewpoint on abortion right of course mm -hmm. she's strong about the pro-abortion thing as most mm -hmm. of them are they're indoctrinated with it because of these clever stories that they've come up with right and so well first off i'm not going to tell anybody how to make a decision about their own body mm -hmm. so first i'm kind of like staying on track with her right i'm keeping right, the connection right. And so what's the big, the big, the big way to keep the connection to get mm -hmm. the story across right? is that you have to keep rapport and connection with the person. You can't sure. break it off about like, I don't care. You like vaccine. Fuck you. Right. Well, now you're not <laughs> going to get through to them. Right. That right? might not go over quite so well. Yeah. Right. And I know we got really frustrated and we want to say that and feel like that. I understand. Right. But if we want to get our point across to people, we have to like keep the connection like any salesperson would like you're going to be agreeable you're going to try to stay their friend even if you don't agree with what they're going to say yeah right they actually yeah. say that's one of the first laws of charitable debate is you keep going on the points that you know you both agree and you keep building until you get to where you disagree and then you start the debate but then you right. have a much better framework because now now you're not just like you know on complete opposition you've kind of like broken that veil with them so yeah it's 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 very very real mm -hmm. yeah if once you <clears throat> once we break the emotional connection with the person you just can't get through as as amazing as your presentation is and your 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 all your research and everything you put together and your math whatever it is right. if the emotions aren't there which is how much percentage of of the person's awareness a lot yeah right yeah most of it so mm -hmm. that emotion that's that's why the news works they're not giving you information that is able to give you critical thinking they're deeply emotionally inducing people right and so that's the main thing mm -hmm. it really doesn't matter what how great your story is and how great all the information you have and, right. and all of us have compiled you know 99 percent all the information one percent the connection with the person Right. it's backwards it's never gonna work right right it has to go back to you as a person and them as a person mm -hmm. and relating with them first mm -hmm. i can't hypnotize a person unless i have rapport and i and i i learned this later on again because all all the courses kind of have this rapport thing and nlp right merit matching mirroring all these things right and i didn't really get it i i, I thought i got it intellectually but then mm -hmm. when i looked back and i was like man all the people I didn't hypnotize that couldn't get in, that couldn't hypnotize me. Uh -huh. I didn't have rapport with them. Like I didn't spend the time to really develop the connection or something was off or I don't know. They don't like people with long hair or something. I don't know. Right. So if the connection was, if the rapport wasn't there, I didn't hypnotize them. And then I thought like, wow. So all the people I did hypnotize and I was thinking specifically like the people I had like one-on-one -on -one in the office. Right. Right. Like all of them. We had a good rapport. We had a good connection. We got along good. They got me. They we understood each other. They felt comfortable. Sure. All of them I had rapport with that went into deep hypnosis. Wow. So so for you, you know, you you weren't able to experience it. I don't know if maybe you didn't have rapport with the person. That's not the only element. 
But, but that's if you want someone to to hear the amazing information you have. Yeah. They first have to know that you care. Yeah. If you do sure. care. They don't. It, do they feel like you care? Did right. you listen to them? Did all of the things that they've been learning from the news and that they believe is now important to them? Right. Because it's emotionally associated, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it doesn't make, you know, it, you don't have to agree with it. Sure. But can you just, can you just be with them and listen to them and like understand them? Yeah. If they feel, and here's what happens. When you listen to someone and let them talk, mm-hmm. what happens? They start feeling good. They have this oxytocin release, right? They're talking yeah. about things that matter to them. Right. Which, which is a feeling, right? Totally. Of course. They feel validated. And, right. Which most people don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> so when, if you can be one of the few people that actually listen and just like, okay, I'm just going to hear what they have to say. They become, they become anchored to you with that good feeling. Right. And so now you're someone, right? As long as you don't touch one of those implanted conspiracy theorist uh, anchors, right? Right. You gotta like you gotta like walk around them like a minefield, right? Um, it's it's the most important thing because all of you know enough information at this point. Right. All of you could write five books on it all with all the information that's out there, right? But did we create the connection and the rapport? When I did when I did the workshop when I was explaining all this information, I went into detail how to break the trance and help others um, yeah. get out of the trance, right? I got to the rapport part and I stayed on it and I'm like, I consider just stopping the presentation mm-hmm. right there. I was like, I can teach you all the other hypnotic tricks, but nothing's going to work unless this is done. In fact, I might as well just stop it here and have you guys go practice rapport and then come back to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause until you do like all the other stuff doesn't matter. Sure. Absolutely. You can try the instant inductions you can do it all, but if they're not in the right state to even like have the connection, it's not going to work. Right. Right. Yeah. Maybe yeah, to people who are highly suggestible. There's, you mm-hmm. know, there's a caveat to some of them, but, um, but mostly you have to have the connection. So go back to your family, friends and family mm-hmm. and do what you can to just like, Hey, I'm sorry. I don't know. What are you going to do to make the connection again? If you want to have the, to get your, your information across, start there yeah. and then slowly introduce ideas and the news like um like that example that i share with with the whole gun control it wasn't that they said okay we should take guns and eliminate the second amendment they don't go that far they just start questioning so should we raise the age from 18 to 21 right should we make the restrictions stronger they didn't say we're going to make it they start, they start making you question because now that this whole, all the deaths happened because of a gun, well, maybe we should. And so they start putting rats in your head is what I was taught as the technique a long time ago. Huh. Right? right? You put right. the doubt in their head so it runs around and changes how they feel and what they think. And if, right. that, is, if, that, if that is successfully implanted, like any belief in the subconscious, it will grow. And that doubt yeah. grows just like the doubt in our lives with ourselves grows and, you know, it restricts us a lot. So <clears throat> can you make the connection with someone and then put 
seeds of doubt in their head about the news or their, what their narrative is. That, yeah. that is where the art is going to be for everybody. Sure. The connection first. And when you finally know the connection is there and they're actually ready to listen to you about something just small, then you can start to plan in the rats. The rats. Kind of a weird term. <laughs> right, right. But the, the, the seeds of doubt, right? Yeah. Against their narrative. Right. So there's an amazing technique that, that they use. You can reverse uh, engineer to use on other people in an ethical way, right? Sure. Yeah. No, I think that's great. I think uh, also uh, when you're saying like they need to feel like you care. So I think probably it sounds like it would be great to start with maybe a topic you know is important to them. Exactly. And, you yeah. know, make that. And when you're talking about like planting the seeds of doubt, you you, you raise the question so that it feels like they thought of it, right? Isn't that kind of what right. they do with the news? They, like exactly. you're saying, should we raise the age? So then you feel like, yes, oh, Yes, we yeah, should raise the age. It's my idea. idea. Yeah, exactly. You, you give them the question with the emotional simulation where the, mm -hmm. the only logical answer to that makes sense to take the guns away. They think it's their idea. And that's why they're so attached to it. Right. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Right. <laughs> Yeah. And, and, and having them, you know, I trained with um, very wealthy insurance agents years ago. I okay. was like the top of the, the guy in the top of the company making super millions, his mm -hmm. top student, his top student. And then I was the next top student to this guy. And mm -hmm. so I had like this winning insurance presentation. We knew everything on how to do it the best way. Right. Right. And so before you get to the winning insurance presentation that has all the all the stuff in it in the right order that gets people to make decisions. Mm -hmm. What do you do first? You sit down and you talk to the person and like ask them about their family. For <laughs> right. 10, 20, 30, sometimes an hour, you're just like getting to be their best friend, right? Even right. Jordan Belford, the, the Wolf of Wall Street, you ever go through his training? That's his big thing. Man, we're best friggin' friends. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. To build the trust. At that point, <sighs> Hypnosis is all about suggestion, right? Right. Who are you most suggestible to? When your friend says, hey, there's this product I think you can you really benefit from. Okay, let me buy it. Let me, oh, my friend suggested it. I'm going to go buy it, right? How many times have you bought a product suggested by a friend that that's who you're most suggestible by? Not the, <laughs> yeah. not the hypnotist with all the tricks. Sure, the, the, you know, eventually we can get to you, but it's your friend. It's, mm -hmm. it's the friend that you really connect with. Maybe you don't connect with all your family on your night, but, <laughs> <laughs> but the person you connect with, that's your suggestion goes in so deeply and so easily. Yeah. Yeah. And There's the big trick. The trust. Yeah. Trust so that. I've become really good at helping people feel really comfortable. And of course mm -hmm. I'm super genuine and I really do care. And so right. that, that goes even obvious. further, you know? Um, so Step one, get your own blocks out of the way so you can actually care and feel good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's and then a good go start. relate with people and, and, you know, and care about them and, and be there for them. Yeah. And then what are some, what are some of the things that you think people can be kind of on the lookout for to, you know, be aware of like some of the tactics? It's, it's usually all not all, but usually emotional manipulation. So anytime that you, this is a tough one because they have these very elaborate stories 
mm-hmm. and they use movies yeah. and they use cartoons. Yeah. And so when you start feeling emotion from the television, mm-hmm. you got to start checking yourself. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. I know that we all love many good movies and things, Sure. but then you all, when you can start to point out, I mean, there's a lot of tactics and, and that's why I suggest, you know, you can go to my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hypnotist Michael Grady is probably the easiest way to find it because a few other Michael Grady's like a newscaster and stuff. But um, since Michael Grady, you can see the cartoon I broke down. Mm-hmm. Where that they was use great. All these hypnotic techniques, they're very, if you watched it without knowing it, you, you kind of don't notice. Right. And then you watch my presentation on it and I talk about it for like 40 minutes and I'm like, yeah. this technique and that technique and this color association and this language pattern, right? And this anchor that was planted and made, yeah. you know, the, the dad creating the, the passion emotion and the daughter saying, thank you for making me feel safe. I love you. And then anchor into the, the, the scan paper. So when you walk into the school and you're being scanned, I'm doing this because I love my family and I care about them. Not because I like being scanned, it's because I love my family. Right. And attached to the paper is an emotion of I love my family. And I'll I I'll love my family. Yep. Right. It's pretty dark. So powerful. Yeah. So powerful. Yeah, that I, I, I did see that, the the breakdown of the cartoon, and it was fantastic because it's so as you said, so targeted. So it's so specific. And yet it because it, the emotions are so heightened, you, your experience is very, it's experiential. You don't, you, all those details that are so specific and so targeted are kind of lost because you're just absorbing uh, the emotionality of it all. So, yeah. Writing yeah. off of the emotion of how intense the lockdown is, you know, mm-hmm. that even so, so the school, how did they start yeah. off their, the school year? I don't know if you saw this video I did, but they literally the first opening day of the school year mm-hmm. it was set up exactly like a funeral oh exactly and I, I broke this down and i, I, I saw this because once i saw the the cartoon on the uh la school site i was like what other crazy mess up videos right. do they have and i'm like oh let's look at the first day of school the opening ceremony they start with the dim lights right and they did it remotely so mm-hmm. it was all video edited and scripted hardcore and so the first scene Mm -hmm. is a funeral wreath in the middle of the stage okay and they they open it for a minute and then they say let's give a moment of silence for all the people who passed from covid right yeah okay and it it seems like okay our family and friends and family who, who passed out passed away in the hospital without the real story right right um, getting the full context. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, so they did that, right? Which was some people could accept it because they want to give the, you know, the memory, but it was also very dark because they're opening the school year with the feeling of death. Like you went to a funeral. I, don't, mm-hmm. I never went to school feeling like a funeral. And so they did this tricky thing with it. They didn't stop mm-hmm. there. They put the funeral wreath behind the present, the, uh, the presentation like box thing with the microphone. And so everyone who did, who talked to the students, they had this looming feeling of death with the funeral wreath right behind it. And they moved it specifically to that point. It wasn't just there. And then the main mistress of ceremonies, who was a CNN anchor, by the way, was wearing the color green. Okay. 
the color of the wreath. Wow. The feeling of death for that right. show. Oh. Holy cow. And they had these really great student performances, but there were selected songs to have you keep feeling that emotion. And mm. oh my God, so manipulative. So manipulative. Wow. So yeah. they're clearly doing the, this is a great example. They're clearly yeah. doing a lot of this psychological warfare on children. Children are a huge, huge target. Yeah. And they're so impressionable, right? Because they're absolutely you know, they're like sponges. Yeah. They're absorbing everything in the world and they're just trying yeah. to figure things out and then their their emotions are very heightened. So what would your advice to parents be? Because there must be some way that parents, I mean, you know, they can only do so much, right? Children are still their their own person. Right. Um, yeah. But but what, what what are some things parents maybe could do to give them a, a bit of a a leg up in this uh against the psychological warfare right um the first step is i don't know if you can i don't know if you can find a way to mm -hmm. i don't know if you can search and find some other information that can help you learn how to homeschool right. or get some kids together and hire a fired teacher like karen <laughs> dr karen sigmund who mm -hmm. was such a good teacher and cared so much she's and she was fantastic. fired because she's helping her kids think critically yeah why don't we pull our money together and get a few teachers like that yeah at someone's in someone's garage or someone's open living room that's that's available why don't we do that more there's yeah. so many there's so many teachers that aren't working now right. that are available for work that if we just pulled our money together we could give them a, a nice decent living and help the kids learn what they really need to learn yeah it's a great and get start. them out of the school because you you can have our you can have the kids watch my videos and you know mm -hmm. see, and see some of the tricks right but i really think that's only going to go so far because they're so impressionable especially if you have them every day for the whole year right. many years right eventually that they're going to not remember the video i made and they're going to remember what the teacher said every day right? Mm -hmm. right for 30 weeks or however long the school year is so it's like unplugging the, the parent from the news <laughs> Right? You yeah, get the kids out of the programming because they're, they're taking away parents that are brilliant, like Dr. Karen, yeah. and they're bringing in these, these leftist extremists, teaching them about, I can't even believe what I'm seeing about what the, the summer reading lists are like, you know, I know gay porn mag. It is essentially in, in yeah. cartoon. It's, it's, it's literally that bad. It's, it I'm is. like, I don't know if you want your kids like being exposed to that but that's what's happening. I don't know if it's happening everywhere. It might be select places and select teachers, but seems to be like allowing in it. enough places, enough places to be very concerned. Yeah. This is, it, it's definitely a concerted effort that's being put forth and it's being pushed pretty hard Yeah, you know, from, from what I can tell. So from every angle and they're trying to use every technique, they're going full force right now. They have an full initiative force. where they're just like in it to win it. Even if they lose some, yeah and so you know what else can you do as a parent i mean i know that they got the ipad and they're watching youtube kids or whatever and stuff and some of this stuff is not good right i don't know how how do you limit them to not see elmo get mm. his uh vaccination right right <laughs> it's tough it's it definitely i mean tough. there's there are some people um, making better content, like the Tuttle Twins books. Yeah. I've seen a lot of Facebook ads for them that like teaching them like 
real good concepts mm-hmm. so they can critically think better and see what's going on. Like that's what I would be doing. I don't have kids, so I I, right. I can't say exactly you know how how you sure. can encourage your kids. Um, but as a professional in programming the subconscious exactly. mind, yeah, uh, right. get them out of school quick. <laughs> <laughs> get them out of the program. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Pull them out of the program. That's, yeah. There's this saying is that they, they don't need your guns when they have your kids. Right. 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 And if, if, they, if they can mold your, your kids, I mean, they're going to mold the, the future, uh, generations. You know, we all know that, but it's, it's, right. uh, Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it, we're what we're seeing, and I, I'm curious your thoughts on this, is that they're actually through the children trying to program the parents, you know, because they, they teach the, the kids these ideas that, you know, the parents, a lot of parents might not accept. But when it's coming from their kids and when it's coming from, uh, they, you know, because they, they have to divide and conquer everyone, <laughs> you know, that's, that's part right. of their strategy, right? Yeah. So they do this where they teach the kids that it, it's because they're, you know, they're different generation. They just couldn't understand. And so they create this separation, which again, goes back to the emotionality that you were talking about. So of course, parents love their children. They don't want to be isolated and disconnected from their children. So they're trying to connect. And so they're, you know, I, I, the, what I'm seeing is that some people end up being overly compassionate, but you know, or they think they are, but the result right. is they're, they're actually hurting their children because what their children are doing is testing boundaries. That's just a normal thing for a child to do, right. but yeah. they, what they really want is a parent to step up and set those boundaries and say, you're safe, you know? But I think a lot of the parents are feeling like they're so disconnected and they kind of, they give in to this, some of what is literally made up nonsense. And it's made up nonsense to create this uh, programming and confusion and chaos to to make the children more susceptible. Right. Right. Are you going to accept your child's sexual identification that is like a deep part of their identity? Right. Right. That's probably going to be a really tough thing because they're so attached to this idea of being some gender or whatever. And so, yeah. I heard like some kids say that they were a bird gender. You know, they, they that's oh, what I say yeah. by like they make things up. You know, birds actually have male and female. Like there's, <laughs> right, but, <they're> yeah. <laughs> but somehow <laughs> this uh, took them outside of the gender scheme because they were bird gender. I, I don't know that, but they teach them things that are that literally are nonsense, and they do that to create this division. Because how could you understand? You you can't. It's they make no sense. Right. It's like me hypnotizing the person now they're your chicken i mean it's like the same thing right yes <laughs> oh my god wow it is exactly like that <laughs> right <laughs> oh my goodness yeah I, I i hadn't thought of it in those terms but yeah that's that's just exactly how it. i wonder when we're gonna see the chicken one now right <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, they've got the birds, so I'm sure <laughs> right. that, that's got to be next. We're almost there. <laughs> that's got to be next. All right, so we'll take them out. We'll do, you know, that's so anybody who can. I, I agree. Anybody who can should absolutely homeschool. And I think that the parents that can't, you know, a lot of them are talking about these pods, homeschooling pods. And yes, of course, you know, getting someone like Karen, she's awesome, you know, uh, would be, you know, they, there are so many teachers, as you said, who have been. It really is, yeah. I, I saw a lot of them commenting on my videos and, yeah. and one of my videos, I'm like, just go in the comment section here or go, or go on Facebook to find a homeschooling group. Yeah. There's a lot 
lot of stu- there's a lot of parents and, and and teachers ready to join up. Totally. Right. Totally. What would you say to I you know I ask about this a lot because I think that there are a lot of people who are, you know, the term is red pilled, right? So a lot of people who are waking up to the fact that there are even psyops. I mean, there are a lot of people who had no idea, you know, that psyops right. existed, yeah. that they were a thing. And then you start to realize, okay, these people I may have trusted, these quote unquote, authorities are using psychological warfare and, you know, essentially hypnotizing me, brainwashing me, so forth and so on, uh, to get me to acquiesce to things that I might not otherwise. And once you start to wake up to that reality, I think it can be quite traumatic for a lot of people. They have a hard time, right? Yeah, dealing with the yeah. fact that they, then they become black pills, right? <laughs> you know, like, wait, I, w- I was taking a red pill and now I'm, you know, the, things are very, very dark. So what are some, of, and then sometimes they go back, right? Because it's just too much. So right, yeah. I, all this to say, what are your thoughts and suggestions for people who are coping with all of that? It's, <laughs> it's real. It's real, yeah. man. Um, and I've, and we, we've probably all gone through these steps of learning this and then learning, oh my God, and then, oh my God. <clears throat> um, it's, it's overwhelming, right? Yeah. Um, what do I suggest? What do I do? Mm-hmm. I mean, I have methods that allow, and allow me to get rid of stress really quickly. Okay. Right? Whether that's tapping, right? EFT tapping is, yeah. kind, of, is kind of popular. It can help some of the times, you know, there's more advanced methods, which is, I practice that and use that a lot because the emotions are in the energy meridian system. Mm-hmm. So if you can kind of like tap that, like, you know, the button proceed, the, the combination to get the stress out of the anger out of the fear out, um, right. that's a real thing. Um, or certain, certain breath with focus. Um, mm-hmm. I would figure out if it's hard to over, it's, it's like super overwhelming. You got to yeah. find a way that you can deal with your subconscious mind. Like some of us yeah. have been able to find out. Like if you don't, that's like a major tool that's just not taught. And Wh- I don't which know how. Which tool? I'm sorry, say that again. <clears throat> a major tool, any of them. You know, there's, oh. a, there's a lot of them, right? Mm-hmm. As far as being able to handle your emotions right. and take care of that overwhelming, the stress, the anger, yeah. the irrationality you know, not being able to handle being around someone or, or whatever it is, right? Um, have have you found a way that you can manage your emotions? Because I was like, when I was young, that was my big prayer to, to my universe. And I found many different ways, yeah. right? You got to find that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And how about this? And so for anybody watching, let me do, I'm going to give you, okay. give your viewers a gift. Okay. Yay. And this is a real gift, and this is my time. Yeah. This is not a sales call. Okay. Go to freeenergyclearing.com. Okay. You don't know a way on how you can clear your emotions. Go here, sign up. You'll get a real call with me, right? Okay. 30 minutes. Sometimes it goes a little over depending on you know what someone needs. Okay. I will help you clear some issue you have yeah. that you've been having a hard time with. Awesome. And, and that'll give you a clue on what you can do in the future too. Cause once you learn it, you know, some of these methods are super, super simple and easy, mm-hmm. right? It's like, it's like, I can, I can regress someone. Yeah. Hypnotically just by dialing into their emotion, right? right? If you get into the emotion and you ask the right questions, 
you get all the information you need without doing hypnotic regression. And it, it's literally like the same thing. Like, sure. you know, someone has a traumatic thing when they're two years old, getting burned by the stove or whatever. Mm -hmm. I can ask the right questions where they can experience it in a safe way when they're right. not in hypnosis and they're going to lose it or have some crazy ab reaction. They relive it. They have the, all the details and then we clear it there on the spot mm -hmm. and their intensity of, you know, we usually do zero to one intensity. How intense is it? Okay. 10, very intense, zero, there's nothing. Oh my God, it's an 11, right? Mm -hmm. Oh my God, it's a 20. <laughs> in five minutes, because we identified it and we have the key to emotion, we uh -huh. can address it right there within minutes down to a zero and it never comes back again because emotion is just stuck energy in the energy meridian system that just needs to be resolved and dealt with that's been repressed for so long. And it never comes back because you address it in that energy releases some people feel tingling sensations or, or maybe a lightness in their head or something like that because the energy finally flows again it's like you have a garden hose and you clamp it off on one side so it's not coming out right and then yeah. you let it go and it kind of shoots out far at first yeah right that would be like the the tingles the, the lightness sensation that people experience once it comes out and you, you see some of my uh testimonial reels and so many people say i feel so much lighter i feel the tingles i feel so much lighter i feel so much lighter it's because you're literally letting go of that heavy stuck sticky emotion yeah. that's in the energy meridian somewhere that's in an, an organ somewhere wait you right. think with your organs yeah do, where do you feel love here right. or here right right where do you feel lust where where do you feel fear right in your stomach like butterflies and stuff like that so the energy meridian system is the key to the subconscious mind yeah that makes so much sense that's so powerful and that's so beautiful that you're offering that thank you yeah yeah so um freeenergyclearing.com <clears throat> eventually this is going to be a group call so if you're seeing this later on on youtube or, or as a recording you can still join. It'll be a group call. But for now, this will be for, for the people who are your followers right now, okay. who are rooting you on, who are being supportive and, and watching one-on-one -on -one call with me. And um, we'll deal with whatever you want to work on. Awesome. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I'm curious when you talk about like these things that are stuck, right? This, and certainly we all have different experiences. You were really gracious in sharing some of your personal experiences and everybody, you know, has their, their traumas and their, uh, you know, that thing that's lay the groundwork for certain triggers. Do you think yeah. that in some of these, uh, you know, psychological warfare tactics that they use, do they lay down the triggers <laughs> and then pull them? Yeah. Um, I think over the past few years that that might be more evident, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, like one of the examples I was, I was mentioning, they, the white supremacy and, and the mm -hmm. conspiracy theorists, right? Those are major triggers they've put down, okay. right? I mean, they made guns a trigger after mm -hmm. that school shooting, right. you know, as they entitled their, their whole, um, their segment guns mm -hmm. in America. Right. After the school shooting, it goes to guns in America. Right. Like they have their whole title screen, guns in America. Right. right. Now the emotion, it, it's very simple. It's the emotion is stimulated. They mm -hmm. put guns in America on the screen. Yeah. Now that trigger is installed because once you have that deep emotion, any, any stimulus having to do with it is going to be implanted like an anchor. Right. 
Right, of course. Whether it's whether it's a person or the gun, right? right. Or the conspiracy theorists, right? Um, just notice after they get you emotionally stimulated, what do they then have you focus on? Right. Right. Yeah. Like an NLP exercise, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Now that you've have this good sense of confidence from all those, those experiences and those memories you have, and we have, you know, tap them on the shoulder, uh -huh. right. And then yeah. put them in a future situation where they're not confident and then tap them on the shoulder again. And now bring that confidence into this new experience. Yeah. Right. That's a real therapy session you could do, but they're just, doing it to you on the TV, right? For sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, what we see so often is they use fear. Fear is kind of like the primary yeah. and uh, it's such a cheap, effective marketing tool to get everybody super scared and, you know, terrified essentially. And collectively, there's something so powerful about that collectively. You know, it's not the same. I and mean, we all, like I was saying, we, we all have our individual triggers, but if you can create triggers for a masses mm. then it, you know there's i i think there's something about the energy of that that's so powerful and it's so much harder for people to extricate themselves yes yes the whole like group mentality the whole group mm. mob mentality yes. i have a video i'm putting together on that with some amazing examples of group mob activity and how they just like everyone gets out of how they think with themselves and they just yeah. group hive mind yes right? it reminds me of the hundredth monkey syndrome. Have you ever heard of that before? No, I don't think I have. So the hundredth monkey syndrome, and this goes more into like group hive energy because okay. you know, thought is energy, emotion is energy, right? I mean, sure. everything is energy, really. Yeah. You know, if you look down For to sure. an atom, right? What is an electron? Is that a? It's energy, right? Energy. Yep. So, so the the hundredth monkey syndrome. This is amazing because this kind of this goes into it. So many people are in fear and thinking a certain thing right yeah so a, a group of researchers were on an island and they had a bunch of monkeys there and so they're doing research with these monkeys on this island there's right. no way to get on or off the island except the boats and the monkeys don't use the boats right and so unless they hop on but generally no they're, they're on they're on the island right and so the group of researchers took note of their diet right and they didn't eat sweet potatoes and there were sweet potatoes on the island Okay. And so one of the researchers went in front of the monkeys, they dug up a sweet potato and started eating it in front of the monkeys so they could observe, oh my God, they're sweet potatoes. And so now the monkeys start eating the sweet, digging them up and eating sweet potatoes, right? And so one by one, the group, right? They all start eating sweet potatoes. Eventually the whole island gets word that they're sweet potatoes mm -hmm. and they're now eating them. Wow. At some point, and the number they call 100 of these mm -hmm. monkeys, are eating the sweet potatoes. Mm. The same species of monkeys on a different island mm -hmm. started eating sweet potatoes, started finding them just innately without anybody showing them, without a monkey sneaking off or getting there. The researchers then noted the same species started eating sweet potatoes. And so then on all the other islands, yeah. they figured out the sweet potato secret. Wow. Yeah. That's a real science research documented thing. That's crazy. So what did they attribute yeah. that to? Once a certain enough, once, once a certain number of monkeys mm -hmm. were dialed into eating sweet potatoes. Right. 
it then became a new I don't know, behavior or or process uh-huh. awareness for all the other monkeys. So, but right. these other monkeys on the other island hadn't seen the ones that were. They didn't see it. So no physical contact. Awareness. No TVs. No radios to. But you know. <laughs> yeah, they had. It was only in the field, so to speak, right? And so there's there's this whole so research. Some sort of like ener- So the theory, I guess, would be there's some sort of telepathic kind of energetic resonance right. that right. you know created this awareness uh, of the group. I have a feeling something with my mom right now. I should give her a call. Oh, kill her up like, oh, yeah, this thing happened. Oh, my God. I don't know. I just felt it. Right. right? That's a real thing. Right? It, it is. It, I, I talk about people this can the dismiss time. it. It's kind of foo foo. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the work I've done, all this stuff. I mean, it's it's I believe it's a very, very real thing. You can even study this. Uh, Lynn McTaggart has a couple books out who does a lot of great experiments on this called the tipping point. Mm, yeah, There's a yeah. tipping point like the like the uh, monkeys. Right. The hundredth right. monkey was the tipping point. I don't know what the exact number was, but they sure. call it the hundredth monkey. Right. So there's a tipping point once there's a certain amount of population. Okay. That will start to feed off of and have awareness right. once a certain amount of people are d- induced into this fear. Right. 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 The opposite is so when enough of us are aware. Yeah. And I think there's a lot more of us aware than we realize. Wow, that's very, very encouraging to think about, right? Because if the, it's true on one side, then it's true on the other as well, right? But so- I think we have a way better advantage because instead of us just being emotionally, instead of other people being emotionally triggered with false information, sure, and us having like real deep knowingness, mm-hmm. that's way more powerful. I mean, I, you and I could probably walk into a room of a hundred people who don't agree with us and we're right. not going to be affected. Right. How much more powerful is that? That's pretty powerful. Yeah. Than the other person who's just on the women will of whatever's on TV. That's right. not really powerful, right? It's like, it's like the meditator being more powerful than the person who doesn't have control of their, of their mind. Well, right. Mm, and so right. those of us who have critically been critically thinking and have more information, you know, I love that JP Sears, he put out, one of his videos recently and how he was comparing his numbers compared to CNN and how he's getting more views as a YouTuber <laughs> comedian than CNN does. That's right? pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that, so that's pretty cool. They're, they're really trying and they did dupe a lot of people, you know, they, they, they got did. everyone's workforce involved mm-hmm. and, and I have a, a business in Santa Monica and I got all these, um, uh, emails from the business offices and how much they're pushing the COVID stuff and you got to put yeah. up your papers and you have to have on your masks and like they're just pushing it from the from all these businesses that you weren't agreeing with they're being yeah. pressured hardcore by the chamber of commerce and the, yeah. uh, the city councils and everything yeah right totally. so they came at us from all angles so they you know they did dupe a lot of people yes yeah but yeah there's, there's more of us than we realize yeah, I has a lot of power. Yeah. So I think that uh, I mean, one of the things I, I really try to encourage people is that people who are awake is to because I think even some people who are awake, so they may not be uh, duped by the psyop, but they're duped into uh, like auto critique, censorship. Right? And, right. and I say duped in a way, because I, I think that they're, they're kind of 
I, I don't want this to sound too strong, but in a sense, they're coerced because they think, you know, out of fear, they think that they'll they'll lose their friends, they'll lose their job, they'll. So yeah. they, even though they may see that it's a psyop, or they may disagree with whatever the narrative is, or whatever uh, they're being encouraged to do, or you know, in some cases, it is coercion. Um, but Absolutely. they're so they're making yeah, choices. They're job, standing against. Please. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh you're no, no, I was saying they're going against. Yeah, so you're gonna you lose go, your job. Yeah. That's major coercion. Yeah, go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. no, exactly. And so I think you know they're going against what they believe to be true in their hearts, in their minds, and they're they're not standing for their convictions. So I I think that people, more people who even even if they don't know a hundred percent, but who question, you know, some of the things that are being put forth, or some of the narratives, some of the psyop. Uh, I, I think if more of them were to stand up and stand their ground, and even to ask questions then I think there's so much power in that because there is power in number and there's the power of the energy, uh, just like there is on one side, there's going to be, you know, on the side of uh, light and truth. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they've effectively made out of a lot of us in fear to share information and, and lose our friends. And I think partly has to do with it with, you know, we lost our connections and rapport with everyone and, you know, they really push that. Um, but but yeah, I mean, they're threatened to take, <clears throat> I mean, I don't, I don't post as much stuff as I used to on Facebook anymore. Cause I don't want to, mm -hmm. I have Facebook groups and like students and stuff. I, I, I don't want to lose that. Right. Right. <clears throat> and so, yeah, but honestly, we've tried sharing that stuff for two years and didn't get through to a lot of people anyways. Right. Yeah. You no. Know? So I, I have a mentor who's, who's uh really, really good. Okay. With a lot of stuff I know and beyond. Okay. And he he decides he does not share it at all. Really? He knows about it all. He knows the tactics better than anybody. But you know what he does? And this is what I'm starting to do is when he has his private workshops, mm -hmm. whether they're free or they're, they're his students that pay for them, then he'll start to share some stuff. So he's, again, goes back to the rapport that you were talking about. Yeah, and 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 so he he's masterfully doing that, and he's and and uh, that was a level I didn't realize until you know months ago, and I'm like, you know what, I do have to back off and keep that rapport like that too, you know, because if if I can keep relationships with people online instead of having a conspiracy Facebook page, I'm gonna be able to help more people who have some issue with you know with a fear or whatever, mm -hmm. you know. And I can get them on my workshop and I can plant seeds effectively mm -hmm. with a, with a relationship instead of posting nine 11 shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think some people so need to, speak, to see that know? though, but uh, <laughs> I, I get <laughs> it. I totally, <clears throat> but, it, but it's like, they've already seen it for freaking how long, 20 years now. Sure. Sure. It didn't work, did. you know? Yeah. I just did a podcast on that, on the, the parallels between the psyops of nine 11 and, uh, uh, COVID. It's, I think it's still important to share the information. I'm not saying don't share the information. Yeah. I think you're doing a great job with it, but yeah, yeah, so I, I would agree. Definitely. But I, I definitely get what you're saying though. And I think there's, there's time, place, and there's context, you know, for certain people. So yeah, it's, uh, you right. know, if you're, you're building that rapport for your students, then it makes sense not to be throwing this at them, you know, or for your, yeah. whatever you're I think community. I'm going to be able to be more effective at helping others and, it's it's drift, you know. Some some people are just have not heard any of this stuff that we know. Right? I know, and it's like I gotta just plant the seeds, 
you know, we yeah. all have to just plant the seeds easily. And it's, it's, it's not easy. You know, you're up against a, a, the most advanced psychological warfare that we've ever known. So, you know, yeah. one podcast here with the hypnotist, you know, will help you a lot, but you, you gotta know the information and you gotta like be reminded. You you probably want to watch this podcast a few times, mm-hmm. right? Cause it's, I didn't hold back, you know, it's all, yeah. all the, if you learned what I shared here, you'd yeah. be so much more effective with your communication, whether that's getting a point across or having sales or whatever it is. Right. right? And it's, it's basic, but yeah. you can be more advanced too. And so continually relearn this information. So you get it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Where do you think the, uh, most of these psychological warfare tactics, uh, are derived? <clears throat> people like myself. I mean, I was, I was asked or tried, they tried to recruit me into the, the Illuminati for, for political purposes. Like they offered me many millions of dollars. And, uh, once I saw that, I was like, they're trying to get people like me. And then mm-hmm. once I saw that cartoon, they're getting the people like this infomercial guy who knows all the hypnotic secrets and has his own mind capture persuasion course. Um, so they're using Yao Li was like, techniques. you know, one of the hip hypnotists for the CIA and the MK ultra. Yeah. Right. Right. So they, they know this stuff well, and they've, they've taught their, their political people, those, or they've taught the people who wrote the scripts, especially. Right. Right. Um, I don't know all the answers about that, but I know yeah. I was approached. Wow. Wow. That's right. yeah. Well, that, that says I said, a lot. No, I need to share this information with you instead. I can't, I could not live with myself like that. Right. It was an easy decision for me to make. Although I did try to get as much information and write it out as long as I could. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm curious about that. What, what were some things that, that you could share that stood out for you that you learned? Um, so if you were to, join i guess Mm -hmm. you know you go through an initiation right Um, and this there's probably a lot of different groups and stuff like that i mean i had a point of contact with a very famous the student of a very famous um mystical mystic or Mm -hmm. he was also did magician stuff he also bent spoons which is what he got popular with you can probably think of who he is but i'm not going to say his name okay his student which is funny because he was bending spoons, getting his shot. He was bending later. spoons. What? <clears throat> so this, the guy he's an older guy who got famous bending spoons. He was, right. That was the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And so he'd do talk shows and all these things. And so for, you know, for 50 years or 60 years or however old he is, he's been known for this. And so two years ago when the vaccination came out, he um, was bending the spoon while getting his injection. I was like, Oh yeah, of course. You know, he's part of the group supporting all this stuff, right? Wow. So, um, so when you get initiated, they bring you into these these temples, usually underground. Mm-hmm. Um, he also said you have to get a, a specific type of tattoo, right? Mm-hmm. You have these Illuminati tattoos. You can pick from a bunch of different ones, <clears throat> like the eyeball. Or unless a lot of you guys are like probably thinking, oh, this is bullshit. And honestly, I don't, I can't back it up. So you can think mm-hmm. that, and that's totally cool. I understand, <laughs> right? And so he had one. He had the Illuminati one where you flip it upside down or right side up. 
Oh, he had that on his arm. He's like, it feels like a snake. Like, I don't really want a snake attached to me. But what else do you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just uh, you, you basically get as many drugs as you want. You know, it's, it's uh, this guy, he, I found, I, I originally found him because he was doing tele, telekinesis. And so I reached out to him, but then it was the wrong person to reach out to. Um, so, <laughs> like, <oops>. so, <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I established the relationship with them and then years later, they then found out who, what I was actually doing. And then they reached on contacted me. Right. And so he, he ended up saying like they increase their ability to manifest and create effect in their reality mm. by don't do this. I'm just sharing information because it's yeah, interesting. Yeah, but, yeah. but like, yes. I'm not saying do this. You can do, you can do way better and you'll be way stronger and you'll have way better results if you don't do this and you just get your mind right and you clear yourself Yeah. and you have your focus correct. <laughs> don't do the quick, easy fix because in the long run, it'll screw you up big time. So I'm going to share something, but it doesn't mean you should do it. Don't do this. <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah. Okay. Like don't play around with drugs. It's an, right. it's a portal to, to negative stuff to come into you and, and that's worse and you'll be worse off. Even if you get the thing you're trying to focus on, you're going to have the thing you're focused on and you're going to be sad and depressed and in a bad place. Okay. Yeah. So with that said, <laughs> they, they would mix taking um, oxycodone mm -hmm. and Coca-Cola. Apparently that has like this relaxing effect yet at the same time, it's like stimulating and giving you the sugar and the caffeine right. that like turns your brain on to have super focus and stuff. Sure. Uh, but honestly, you get, you get your subconscious blocks out of the way. You'll, you increase your energy with good food. You'll be constantly manifesting everything you want with good feelings instead of trying to pull off some fucking trick that's yes. going to put you in, have you dealing with demons or whatever negative stuff. Yeah. So don't even play with that stuff. You'll, you'll have long-term issues for a long time. Yeah. You follow me. I'll help you feel better and you'll manifest more things easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Choose the light. Choose the light. For Please sure. do. Yes. It's a lot easier. But so that's what he was saying that that's what they do or that's, that's what, what they, yeah. Does. Yeah. That's what he was saying that he can, you know, telekinesis is a real thing. It's, it's hard to yeah. do. It creates a lot of focus, but once you unlock it, you know, you can, you can do some interesting things. Um, but that's how he unlocked it was doing that. And I was like, Oh my God, I never tried it. You know, I knew yeah. about drugs and how it's, it's bad anyways, but sure. um, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll pull any kind of whack stuff. There's a lot of uh, beating people up and taking people out. You know, there's a lot of, you know, if you don't, if you don't stay on track, you get killed. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. luckily how did i get out of this because i started learning yeah. and like getting connection with this guy and he really liked me and i started teaching him hypnotic stuff before i before he he you know revealed what he was doing mm -hmm. um did you I, i'm sorry did you uh sorry to interrupt but did, when did yeah. you know he was connected early on or it's like this no was... i did i had okay. no idea okay. he, he, um no so luckily I have a friend who's a really powerful uh, sound healer, energy healer. Yeah. Um, he's always been really um, strong with his, his spiritual side, right? Okay. 
And so he was over my house one day and he just heard me talking on the phone with him in the background. He had no idea who I was talking to or any of the backstory. And he was just like, dude, this guy is hooking you, right? Hooking yeah. you with his energy and trying to get you in and sucking off of your energy, right? This guy is hooking you. You've got to stop talking to him, right? right. And like, and, uh, you know, I knew what he was saying. <laughs> I wanted to get more information because I'm like into getting secret information, you know? Um, but, but I listened to him because it, it started getting really weird and I was getting all these other different phone calls and stuff as soon as I was like, yeah, man, I don't think I'm into it. You know, and I started getting all these other phone calls and then these threats were coming in. They started to come in. And so he sat with me and he did this prayer to pretty much release the connection with this guy and everything else. Um, I, I don't remember the prayer he actually did, but he pretty much just sat down and did this prayer with me. Okay. Literally minutes later, the guy sends me a text. He says, I have to delete your number and I will never, I can never contact you again. And that was the last time I ever heard. So he did like this prayer clearing thing that got me off. Wow. That's, that's crazy. And then. Yeah. So, so nowadays, you know, I'm, I'm really all about the curse clearing and the getting yeah. the negativity off. Um, I have a process I do a lot, which is kind of like an exorcism. Mm -hmm. Um, but you don't have to go to Jesus or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Although some of them say you really should, um, I don't really get religious, but it's a real thing, you know, thought sure. is energy and there's negative energy and yeah. there's stuff beyond our scope of hearing beyond mm -hmm. the frequencies, there's stuff beyond our scope of vision. And so yeah, it's yeah. something to consider, you know, stay yeah. in the light, do the right thing. Don't be shady, you know, all that stuff. So that being said, what are your thoughts? Are you familiar with CERN? <laughs> I've heard a little bit about it. I don't, I don't know okay. enough to. Okay. Apparently okay. they're doing some crazy stuff. Opening. Yeah. The supposedly tomorrow they're going to open up five portals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what do you do? Right? right. Right. Early on when I started hypnotizing myself, I started seeing spirits and I can see people's thoughts come out of their head, like orbs and stuff like that. That's a whole weird thing. Yeah. But when you unlock your mind and you clear yourself, you, you, you get to another level. Um, and so I've had to deal with spirits a lot when I was younger, sure. especially because I could see them. I could hear them sleeping next to me and breathing next to me and all these things. And it's like, how do you get away from spirits and stuff like that when, or demons or whatever? Yeah. They are attracted to negativity. Right. If you're this bright shining light where things don't really affect you yeah. and you can like be solid emotionally, mm -hmm. they're afraid of you because you're going to spot them out and you're not going to take it. And you have your limits. I mean, you have your 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 uh, borders, mm -hmm. your uh, yeah boundaries and boundaries. Yeah. That's right. Right. You have your boundaries. You're strong in yourself, and you're less likely to be affected. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, there could be some crazy demon that just like gets you somehow. I don't know. But you're much less likely if you clear right. your negative gunk that you can't get over. That's like sitting in your body and your subconscious mind somewhere. This deep grief, this deep guilt, right? Once that's keyed in and you get triggered, they get attracted to you and they can right. start to kind of possess you or take you over or whatever in some cases. Right. Right. And so what do you do? You got to clear yourself. Right. And this is the big reason why I do this work. Yeah. Without the hypnosis, because that can open portals too, I found out. Sure. Um, 
you can do progressive relaxation. You can do some visualization. But thankfully, you know, <laughs> what's funny is most hypnotists don't practice real hypnosis, so they don't have anything to worry about because they don't really get someone in <laughs> hypnambulism anyways. <laughs> That's funny. So inadvertently, there, you're safe. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> that's funny yeah i think that's a i mean I, I really see this as a spiritual battle you know i think the tools are like yeah. information warfare psychological warfare i think we're seeing biological warfare we've certainly seen chemical oh, yeah. warfare yep. um you know in some cases uh physics and geological you know so it, we're seeing many facets of warfare but those are those are the tools but i think at the crux of all of it it really is a spiritual battle and so you know, I, and I, I definitely, what you're saying that, you know, everything is really energy that, that very much resonates for me, you know, for my worldview. So, and, and I think, you know, a lot of, there's so much evidence to support that, but we've been, I, and I think this is one of the psyops actually is to steer people away from that. That's kind of part of the uh, materialistic worldview. And I don't mean, you know, like nice, nice things, you know, I, I mean, material right. as opposed to spiritual, you know, because as you said, there are frequencies that are beyond our scope things that we can't hear that even dogs can hear you know so we, we right. see that there are things that we are not that the ready. cat sees right <laughs> you know exactly right, yeah. dogs and cats they may hear and see frequencies that we are not able to so sure. um so we we have evidence to support that but that but we are so conditioned that if it's not within our realm of uh concrete tangibility that it's not real and I, I think that couldn't be further from the truth. And I think that is one of the psyops and one of the lies that had laid the groundwork for people to buy into, you know, some of these other control mechanisms they've put in place. So, yeah, so I think yeah. the clearing kind of work is so important. Yeah, it is. And it's not about getting yourself to open your third eye or whatever. It's really just <laughs> you like getting over the stuff that triggers negative emotion. And yeah. so if you get over that, you're not going to attract the negative stuff. Right. And, and, and it's, it's five minutes, it's five seconds to hear that statement in a lifetime to learn how to clear it all. Right. right. Um, although I suggest, you know, I got methods that I teach. I put together a masterclass every once in a while to teach all okay. the stuff I know that gets crazy results. You can, you know, contact me, I can help you there. Um, or you can, there's a lot of methods out there. You know, right. if you find stuff that works where you, someone's getting progress, that's where you start. You get it really, it's all here. Yeah, we want to like change other people. We want to give people other people the information, which which is important. Mm -hmm. But man, I have client I have clients where I I cleared like alcoholism with themselves, their in their yeah. history, right? Yeah. And then other people in their family stopped drinking out of nowhere without them saying anything. That's right? amazing. Yeah, because when you clear the deep stuff, especially because you can clear stuff in the the family DNA. Right, we're all connected. It's all energy. Like... Yeah, this is a, this is a yeah. I worked with a client three months ago. She just contacted me recently. She's like, yeah, she still hasn't drank. So we cleared because she was having a hard time dealing with her daughter, who's two, mm -hmm. 22 years old, living in Alde in L.A. and she's up in Santa Cruz, which is like what 400 500 miles away. Yeah. So she she's been drinking and her life's not going well, right? And so. I sat down with her. We, we did, I think we did one session with this, right? We cleared okay. alcoholism and alcohol and the family line with like her, her last name, um, which is very simple processes, by the way. Okay. <clears throat> and yeah, she sent me an email like a, a week later, like, yeah, my daughter stopped drinking. Right. 
I was like, okay, great. And so we, we had another call scheduled and I was like, well, let's keep working on that and you know, maybe do more clearing so it actually stays or whatever. And so it's been three months and she said, yeah, she still hasn't been drinking. She found a good friend and all these things, right? 22 years old, stopped on her own accord, right? Man, wow. when I was drinking at 22, I don't think I would have stopped on my accord, <laughs> right? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, the, the magic is real, you know, and it's all yeah. here. So if we can transmute the, the frustration and the fear and everything within mm-hmm. ourselves, it has such a profound effect can you change everybody? You know, that's, yeah. that's debatable. I know everyone has their own willpower to choose, but um, this is the most powerful thing right here, right? Yeah. You're yeah. the most powerful thing. That's, that's so amazing. And more so powerful amazing. than CERN, by the way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Whatever uh, machine they can construct is nothing as powerful as this and this. For sure. I, I, without a for doubt, real. I agree with that. Um, but there's, there's definitely, they, they want control over something. <laughs> so, right. yeah. So I think it's, you know, hopefully not too many will be susceptible to whatever it is, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that's really, yeah. But absolutely, we have the power. And I think that that is so profound. I was recently hearing this, that there is this kind of a, a family kind of trauma therapy that they do, uh, where they do this type of, uh, I don't know if it's the same thing, but it sounds similar where they were able to clear when it's just one person does it and it can clear yeah. kind of through the family, whatever kind of past trauma or DNA changes, or um, I don't know all the mechanisms. I was literally just heard somebody talking about it the other day and I was like, that's mm. fascinating yeah. that it could have an effect on other family members without them yeah, being I kind of I kind of stumbled on it accidentally. And it's probably not what you, I mean, I'm doing my own thing where it's sure. it's, literally, it's a one breath kind of thing. Cause here's what I've been able to do. Okay. Um, hypnosis bypasses the critical factor. It allows you to go into a trance state so you can access the subconscious mind. Right. Right. You know, you can do that within one breath. You can wow. and, get, and get where you've already done this before. We've all done it and mm. it's been in our faces the whole time. The birthday cake celebration. Okay. You take a deep breath in, enough air oh, that you, and then you are able to blow out all your candles. <gasps> it overloads your con- your critical factor. So you think about the thing you want with such ease and detail. Yeah. Where, where you take that deep breath in, it overloads you like an instant hypno- uh, induction. Yeah, it overloads you so you literally can focus so clearly and so easily. And then you make sure you blow out all the candles, right? Letting it all out again, which is also intense. Mm -hmm. That idea goes in your subconscious mind, which is either going to help you believe that you can get it or put out the frequency of the universe that you will get it. And then you have everyone celebrate. Yay! You have it now. Good job. Yay! And then you know, feast on the, on the cake and have all those good feelings of the, the cake. Hopefully there's no high fructose corn syrup in it. You make it with natural <laughs> ingredients, but <laughs> right, um, right, that, right. that process is one of the big things I use in my therapy today is because wow. once you identify the negative program or the thing that sets you off or the alcoholism, whatever it is, right? Sure. You take that deep breath in and I can help release the trapped emotion mm-hmm. that's in the body by identifying it. I have this whole process of doing that. Or you can just, I release all ancestral DNA with 
money. That's a huge one, by the way. Sure. I release all karmic ties with money. I release all um, anger, right? So, so whatever the emotion or the attachment or the indifference is, as long yeah. as you focus on it and you take that deep breath in, which is you're accessing your energetic field, you're accessing your subconscious mind, same thing. Energy in motion is e-motion, right? And so just doing that helps release it. And we also do muscle testing to make sure, okay, the person's strong before, or the, the person's weak before and strong after, right? To yeah. really make sure. And then, you know, a week later, we, my daughter stopped drinking. <laughs> wow. Muscle. So, I'm sorry, go on. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's, that's, we, we can go more advanced, of course, yeah. you know, how, how to do it, but it's really that simple. The, the birthday cake method. I love that. <laughs> It's so <laughs> profound. And we've been doing it our whole lives and didn't realize the power of it, which is yeah. why we do it because it, it has a real thing to it. Yeah. That moment is so profound. I, I think everybody has experienced that. Yeah. Yeah. And I've tested this with an EEG machine where you can see the brainwave activity. Yeah. Like you don't have to go into the, now you're going to relax your shoulders and now your hips and now you now visualize the, the, the elevator and then go, and now the numbers, no, you don't, <laughs> it can be effective, right? It can help. Um, but that one breath can allow you to drop all your brainwave activity with concentration. All the critical thinking drops and you go into a theta delta wave state in that moment. Yeah. So scientifically we can show this too. Um, it's profound. Hey, you guys, while I'm going to do this one-on-one, -on -one, grab this. Yeah. It'll eventually be a group call. You'll still get a lot out of it. Um, sure. But I will work with you guys. I'm here to help y'all. I'm not on this call for me. You know, no, thank you. I, I can, I can talk in the Let mirror. Do it. Yeah, you should. Yeah. It'd be <laughs> yeah great. I would love to. Yeah. Um, I, I was just going to say quickly that uh, muscle testing is so profound because I will mm. tell you, I was like such a skeptic. I was like, this is like, totally cuckoo quacky you know <laughs> and i was and of course they kept doing it and i'm like there's no way that they they could know like that you know i had a doctor do this and i was like there's no way she could have known that you know and it was my body responding and i would even try i'm trying to like fight against it and right yeah you, you can try to fight it too yeah and, and but my body wouldn't <laughs> let me deceive it <laughs> yep. yeah it was so it was crazy to me i was like wow this is just you know, the body knows and it, it's, uh, you know, no matter how much your mind tries to, because the mind can deceive, but the, the body knows and the body's just. Right. Yeah. 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 Muscle testing. I actually just did a, a very intricate training with my group uh, mm -hmm. a few days ago on the muscle testing because it's very important with the method because it gives you that unconscious feedback that right. someone can't fight right? It's either there or it's not. It's either that makes them weak or it makes them strong or yeah. indifferent, right? right? And there's levels of, you know, strength and weaknesses too, right? So that's a big element to, to my practice. You know, before when I'd clear a fear or something and have to, okay, the person has a fear of animals. Okay. Now I got to bring them out to the dog adoption and have them pet some animals to see if it actually worked, right? Which is still really powerful. But yeah. now we can just tell, okay, the person makes you strong, person now you know, the person made you weak before okay would do the release now the person makes you strong okay so now when you're around your mother you don't react emotionally and, and you can handle it now 
Right. And then a week later I get the feedback. Yeah. I was around my mom. I had a great time. I didn't get all upset. All right. It worked good. Yeah. All right. So the muscle testing is yeah, it's super key. When we go shopping, we muscle test everything we buy. Really? Because a big cause to emotional upset is, is eating toxins that it'll set you way off. It makes your body weak and, you know, nose runny. It sets your brain off. Your intelligence can go down. Your focus goes down. Your depression goes up, right? Just by eating the bread, right? That's why gluten is a big thing because that's, yeah. that's a toxin, but it, it can be anything. It could be peas, right? I, it, could, it could be bananas is a big one. I right? had it recently done and uh, mine were, uh, so most of them were not a big deal for me. It was like pretty common ones like gluten, uh, dairy, uh yeah. chocolate was one the big one for me though tomato i was so bummed yeah. about tomato yeah like really <laughs> the yeah. others i was like that's fine no big deal i can i well, can do without you could test different types of tomatoes uh, right? yeah that, that would be a good thing to do roma or beef heart or whatever right you, you could test different ones I, I would definitely test other ones too because they're they're different okay yeah that would be good because I would yeah. like not to cut those out completely. I actually really like tomatoes, so maybe that's the problem. But yeah, I get it. I get it. And it might be different when it's cooked too. So mm, uh, tomato yeah. sauce opposed from when it's raw. Right. You yeah. got to try all the different combinations, and it might be in a different type of day, different time of day, and it oh. might be with different food combinations too. It, it can get tricky because it's very intricate, right? It's chemistry. It's chemistry. Right. Yeah. Like yesterday I was strong on orange juice and I had this morning and I'm like, something went off. Like I'm getting runny. I tested orange juice. Yep. I guess, you know, it wasn't good for me at that time. Right. So getting right. doing muscle testing can prevent a lot of upset. Right. And it causes something called psychological reversal, which is a reverse chi polarity. And that's a whole nother thing um, to correct. Because if you don't get out of psychological reversal or energy polarity switch, yeah it can then cause cancer and 96% and, uh, of people who have malignant cancer has a psychological reversal. So until you correct that is, is until the body can heal. Can you explain all kinds what you of mean stuff by like psychological reversal? So psychological reversal is reverse chi polarity. And you can literally break out a voltmeter and test parts of the body, you know, the whole system or just parts where there's different chi flow, right? There's sure. yin chi and yang chi, positive and negative, right? It, our body is a is a like an electrical circuit, right? And so, if you find yourself in a position where you want to like destroy something, yeah, right, or the body wants to destroy a toxin, it will use reverse chi polarity to try to get it out. It's kind of like using the plunger and reversing the the water pathway to like right right um, so that's a that's a whole nother thing i don't even know why i said it I, it's important um right. but food will trigger you to have reverse chi polarity which is you having a toxin which is your body trying to get rid of it and it sets yeah. you off you know it can set off your mood one of the <clears throat> one of the examples i share with my students is there's someone called dr doris rap okay r-a-p-p and uh, she was she's older she she mainly made it big in the 90s with oprah and and all these shows but okay. she showed how kids would go into these states where they look like they're being taken over by a demon 
or you know they just like can't operate they can't be in school they mm -hmm. have adhd right and we mm -hmm. see this a lot with a lot of kids and we she ended up finding out that it's usually some kind of food or an environmental toxin that totally sets them off i would i would definitely search that because it's it's really amazing because they can find that when they give the kid peas right they go into this hysteria they can't even write down their name right right they can't focus they're all over the place the parents holding them down and then they give them the homeopathic dose of peas mm -hmm. and they're totally okay and they come back to themselves wow right? yeah and so there's tapping methods and some other things i do to help people get through that too yeah so it's all it's you know a lot of it has to do with the energy meridian system and reversing that and correcting it and addressing things yeah amazing there's a lot to go into to really understand it um totally. but test the food you eat before you get set off because if you have this point in your day where you get depressed or you get angry and stuff a lot of the times it's your food or, or the air or the, the water or something that set you off it yeah. it made your barrel overflow is how we call it because there's right. you can handle stress of course right? yeah. you can handle toxicity of course where you can do you handle talk to machines? You can handle the news at a point. <laughs> yeah. There's at some point that your barrel overflows and you can't handle it anymore. And you get done. It and, <laughs> done. You know, don't come around me. I'm going to yell at you or, you know, or whatever. So <laughs> keep your barrel level low. Right. And that's what yeah. I'm to stay functional. Right. Right. So eliminate the toxins when you can and get rid of the emotional stuff so you can just stay functional. Right. Yeah. <laughs> do you, um, is there a possibility of doing that? Do you need to be in person to do the muscle testing or can people do muscle testing remote or themselves or. Right. Um, once you get it down, you can do it yeah. remotely. Okay. Interesting. But you got to get it down. Right. Right. It's, it's not just easy. Okay. I'm going to do muscle testing, you know, or what, however you're going to do it with someone when you've never done it before, you haven't cleared your own blocks or you sure. haven't gotten out of your own way. There's, there's this, you know, clarity of sensitive, being sensitive. I think you got to develop first to get a real clear reading. Yeah. But once you get that out of the way, yes, you can, like you and I, we, we have a rapport, we have a connection, right? Yeah. I could, you know, we could muscle test right now. You know, if okay. you have it down, I could muscle test for you on certain things and see, you know, what is throwing you off, what the phrases that throw you off, Right. Wow. I don't have your permission. I'm not going to do anything now, mm -hmm. but, but yes, you can muscle test, uh, over distance. Yeah. As long as you have the, the connection and you're clear enough and you're comfortable enough and you've done it. Right. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Yes. That's really amazing. So, uh, so in the course where I'm helping people become energy clearing practitioners is what I call it. Right. Yeah. Uh, the first lesson is muscle testing because you got to practice it to really get it. So I teach that lesson. Okay. Now go out and test your foods, right? Yeah. Do the arm one so you can feel it because that's, that's really easy. Have someone else do it to you. Yeah. Right. You can stand up and bend, you know, you think of something, does it make you fall forward or backwards for yes, falling forwards and no falling backwards. If you don't have a reversal by the way. Right. So, you do this you, you, basically it's you tuning into your body to feel because yeah. like, you, you said this right mm -hmm. the body has the intelligence right you yeah. might be able to try to trick yourself to think but the body is going to tell you right mm -hmm. just like when you have an ailment like right. oh my shoulders bothering me right there's usually an emotional issue relating to someone that is unresolved 
Yeah. Wow. All the clues are there. It's just being aware of them and just like noticing. <clears throat> we've been so disconnected from that. I, I think as a society, like we've been trained not to think that way. We've been very disconnected from that line of thinking. Yeah. 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 They all the toxins they put in the food. It makes us numb. It right? does. And the air. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's yeah. another really hard pill for people to swallow. So we yeah, but, we're taking zeolite every day. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. yeah thank goodness my girlfriend we she ordered some she ordered some uh good uh liquid form so okay. we're, we're taking that along with h2o2 drops h2o2 h2o2 protocol it's like it's one of the most amazing protocols to heal so many ailments it's called the one minute cure you can look that up one minute cure okay i mean they claim I can't claim anything, right? I'm not okay. a doctor, nothing, but it kills all virus. It kills all bacteria. It kills parasites, right? It helps oxygenate the body because it's right. H2O2, H2O2, right? So when you, you got to have it in very small <clears throat> watered down uh, amounts because if you just like today, I got it on my finger. It made my finger turn white. Um, it's just oh. so strong. You get food grade hydrogen peroxide. Uh, yes. it's, sometimes it's hard to find. You can get it on Amazon and stuff. But basically, you put in a couple drops with your water every day, and you oh increase yeah, I've heard I, every I, so I often. Peroxide therapy, yeah. Oh my goodness, it it uh, it makes you feel so much clearer. Yeah, I I've, I haven't sickness. done it, but I've I've heard great things about it, and there's yeah. there's a lot of research behind it. That that's not like you know a whim. <laughs> yeah, there that's right. been studied thoroughly. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's very simple, right? And yeah, it, it clears totally. so many things. So, you know, we do those things to help us stay on top of our game because, you know, there's going to be parasites in the meat, right? There's going to be stuff in the air. Mm -hmm. So along with the emotional clearing and staying good with your mind, you know, you got to be good with, with the, the physical too. It's, yeah. it's a combination. Absolutely. Whatever you can do to enhance, right? You know, if you right. can uh, clear yourself to be your optimal self, then yeah. Or just functional. Some people don't go for the optimal thing. And, you know, there's a small percentage who are actually like, I want to be the best ever. I want to go to these seminars and learn everything. Not everyone's there, but everyone wants to be functional and get out of their depression. Or whatever I, I, I would hope so. Right? <laughs> I don't know if everyone wants to, but that's the goal. Oh, yeah, yes. you want to stay there. Yeah, there's a, there's a reversal. Yeah, right, but, right. But that is the goal. As many as possible that we can bring to a, a functional state, that, that's a good thing. I, yeah, I, if you can I, be I your natural, amazing, normal self, with no limitations, you'll automatically manifest your desires because you don't have conflicting beliefs and stuff, right? Yeah. Like what, what's, the, what's the key to law of attraction, right? Mm -hmm. It's you just not having conflicting beliefs in your subconscious mind so you can focus and grow as a, like you were when you were a child, right? right? But schooling puts us into this place. It just takes us away from our dreams and our desires and our purpose. So then when we're like 30, 40, 50 years old, we're then trying to figure this stuff out now, <laughs> it's a little bit more difficult we have some uh we have reprogramming to do reprogramming exactly right? yeah deprogramming and reprogramming so yeah yeah um, <laughs> well thank you so much this was really really awesome i really appreciate everything you're doing so if you have anything else you want to share please do and of course tell everybody where they can find you yeah um you First off, find me on YouTube, Hypnotist Michael Grady. You can see some of the breakdowns I've done. Um, I'm actually, the next video I'm going to put out is the news special. I, I 
spoke about okay, and awesome. um, how that whole thing worked. How did they emotionally manipulate people? What did they do at the end that gave them implanted the suggestion? And then how can you reverse engineer that? I'm going to go into more in depth in a video with that. YouTube hypnotist Michael Grady. And then, of course, um, for a limited time, before I turn it into a group call, you can get a, a free session with me. This is not a sales call. This is going to be me sitting with you, listening to your story, and helping you clear your stuff. Um, highly encourage it while it's there. So thank you, Courtney, for having on, me on and taking the time out to share this message. I really appreciate it. Likewise. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.